now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 508th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful, as always, co-host. We've got the fluffiest whimsicott. Bonjour. And we've got uh, Sublime Manic. Hello. From West Coast, Best Coast. West Coast, Best Coast. It's early. You're worth it. It is early, but it's it's worth it to talk with your friends here at yeah, the Puckle Podcast. Yeah, y'all are worth it. Oh. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007, where we talk everything Pokemon, from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. And I guess, now today's video game, today's like real video game talking, but... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what have you guys been up to lately? Anything new? Anything interesting? Ooh. Well, watching the Paralympics, obviously, because I'm all about the Olympics and the Paralympics once every four slash five years. <laughs> My favorite thing about the Paralympics has been that uh, Google has gone all in on it, and they have like a cool yeah. game, and it's kind of yeah. cute. Yeah, really into it. I might have it's played the whole cute. thing at work. I love the <laughs> ping pong part. Yeah, the ping the pong part's tennis. the best part. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I just want to play that. <laughs> that no, when they they started the game with that as the intro, I'm like, I hope the whole game is just this. <laughs> but it it's been cute. Yeah. And then, uh, well, I really needed a vacation. So one morning I woke up and I drove to France, which is something Fun. you do when you live here. <laughs> well, I mean, how, okay, how long of a drive is that for you, though? Like, it can't be that bad. Four hours, four and a half. Four hours. Okay. So that's like me driving to my parents' house. Yeah. That's like, that's so, not bad at all. No. I was there essentially by lunchtime. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did. I did go to like the closest part of France. I went to Nice, so <laughs> understandable. No, I mean it's. Uh, I mean it's France. I mean, I wish I lived that close yeah. to France. Within four hours, I can get to Indiana, Michigan. <laughs> I don't think I can make it to Pennsylvania. Okay, I can make it to Kentucky <laughs> and West Virginia. Well, I would call I would call everything in that group of states that I just listed, with the exception of maybe Michigan, a downgrade. Yes, and, uh, <laughs> I was going to say Michigan, not that, not that bad. Uh, it depends on where you are in Michigan, but like, yeah, Michigan's pretty. I'll say Michigan's pretty. I like Michigan. Mm. It's got that lake. Uh, it's got. It's actually surrounded by two or two or th- you can get to like two or three of the Great Lakes from Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah, it's got that. That that must be nice to look at. Yeah, and I mean, and if you go up far enough north, it's like all all like wooded areas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. I mean, all I can tell you about Michigan is that when I was in the airport, it had really pretty like scenic photographs inviting you to be a tourist in Michigan, and I thought, yeah, they look nice. They have a really big tourist push in Michigan. There, we used to when we used to do the fake commercials on the show here. I remember <laughs> we did uh, we did we did like these pure Hoenn ones and those were all based off of because well, as I was growing up I grew up in northern Indiana like right on the border of Indiana and Michigan mm-hmm. and you see, you'd always get like the Michigan commercials and stuff on the radio mm-hmm. and they always had Tim Allen specifically by the way oh Tim Allen 
would read off like like a very descriptive like the box text of D D for a vacation location in michigan <laughs> essentially and uh then it would be ended with like pure michigan and i just remember those very vividly <laughs> it's tim allen though tim allen's a big fan of uh, michigan cool so for what that's worth if anybody cares i don't think he's helped himself much in the recent past but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's uh it's a fun time what about you sublime anything you up to Anything interesting? Uh, I guess I'm riding that uh, Unite train, you know? Oh, that's, about that's it. good, though. I'm super excited. Blastoise it is. is coming. Finally. Yes. I, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for Blastoise. I'm more excited for Mamoswine and Sylvia, though. Uh, understandable. I'm really impressed with how fast they're putting out characters. Yeah. Those are new. Like, I think we all knew. Yeah, true. I'm expecting kind of a wave of it, too, frankly. Yeah. Like, every so often. I didn't expect, honestly, to get... Blastoise by the essentially the end of August, right? I didn't expect to get all three of them by the end of August, and it it kind of blew my mind with how fast they did it. Yeah, and that's the they've done two so far since launch, so that's a pretty yeah. good rate. Yeah, we'll have three uh, as of Wednesday, which is insane. Yeah, I just I, I'm just blown away with how many characters they've put out in like five weeks. It's very promising. I hope it keeps going. It's same, same. And the game's fun. Uh, the company's horrible, but the game's fun. Both of those things are true. (laughs) (laughs) The company is horrible. As for myself, I don't know. What have I done? I've played a lot of Pokemon Blue. We did a stream for that on Thursday. I did two streams this week. I'm trying to be better about setting a schedule every week and like making sure the schedule's up and visible so everybody can look at it. So we did. That was on the schedule last week. Mm -hmm. We ended up playing. uh, We did Unite on Tuesday and then we streamed Pokemon Blue on Thursday. So that was a lot of fun. We got uh, it was a very chill stream. We got to hang out. And I was uh, very upset uh, at Pokemon Blue because I've gotten to the Safari Zone. And so for those of you at home who are not keeping up because I like took a two month break when I started doing this, is that I'm trying to like 100% Gen 1. So I'm trying to get the full like living decks in Gen 1, uh, whole shebang. And I was very, uh, I've been looking up speedrunning guides, by the way, on Pokemon Stadium because like I wanted 100% Pokemon Stadium as well, which is, uh, it looks like it's going to be a chore. Chore is the right definition. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you also need it if like you can you can use that to double up like living deck stuff too by the way uh, i found out that a lot of people don't know that if you beat the gym leader castle on pokemon stadium and you just rerun through the elite four they give you pokemon that you would have to quote unquote like pick i, mm-hmm. I put it in quotes only because like eevee's in there and i guess you pick the evolution you get when you play yeah uh so you would have to go ahead and do that yeah, so like the Eevees, the fossils, the Hitman chants and Hitman Lees. You can get an Eevee from it. You can get uh Kabuto or Ammonite, Hitmonchan or Hitmon Lee, mm-hmm. and then you can get the starters. Oh, cool. So it's pretty much everything that like you would have to make a choice to get. That way you could with one game realistically get all of the Pokemon. That's really good. I don't I mean outside of version exclusives, I guess I should say. Mm. Okay. Because yeah. you're not getting a version exclusive, right? Yeah, but you like this way you only have to play through Gen 1 twice instead of three times. Yes. <laughs> Though I'm kind of upset I didn't play yellow. Mm. And my my reasoning for that is because in Safari Zone, by the way, in Pokemon Blue, it's absolutely nonsense. So, uh you get like the limited number of steps in Safari Zone, right? Mm-hmm. And like you you've always traditionally gotten and in Fire Red and Leaf Green, there's like a really good way you can cheese that because you can like just tap the D-pad and you'll just like spin in a circle on your spot. Yeah. It won't count. So that doesn't exist in blue and red. Oh. 
in Gen 1. That doesn't exist. In addition to that, all of the encounter rates for things like Kangaskhan and Tauros and Chansey, although I guess those specifically, are only 4%. Mm. And I guess Pincer slash Scyther as well. Uh, But those are all 4%. So that's a 1 in 25 chance of just running into them. Just running into them. And then you have to catch them. And then you have to catch them, which isn't the easiest thing to do in the Safari zone. (laughs) Yuck. (laughs) Uh, So the whole thing is very much yuck. And I may have to institute a glitch to to make it easier on myself. <laughs> because 4% is nonsensical. Yeah. Like, they obviously knew it was a problem because I was looking up Gen 1 encounter rates and, like, the yellow encounter rates were there. And they bumped them up to 10%. Yeah. And I'm just like, that. that's what should have been done to begin with. But, man, I my opinion of, like, Gen 1 being, quote-unquote, harder than other Pokemon games, 100% true. I think Gen 1 is way harder than any modern day Pokemon game, but not in a good way. Yeah, I think we now complain that they've done this too much, but you can really see that the early games are meant for children who have hours and hours and hours on hand to play those games. Yeah, especially like I playing through the remakes, I've been like, oh man. I'm just like, how did I spend so much time with this as a kid, you know, when you play the remakes? And then you play this game. Yes. And I'm like, I know how I've spent so much time on this now. (laughs) Yes, you needed to. (laughs) You had to absolutely do it. Like, I'm an adult playing it, and I am having the hardest time of my life being able to, like, make it through. Especially with gyms, because right after Erica, everything just kind of ramps up like crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're, you're like underleveled by something like 30 levels or not 30, 10 levels. You're at level 30 and you yeah. have like level 40. And so it's uh, absolutely nuts. Yeah. And the grinding is horrible. It is. Oh my gosh. The grind is horrible. It's, uh, it's not fun. They did a really good job. Like we, we pooped on black and white when it came out a lot with the exception of maybe sublime. I didn't. <laughs> I like, yeah, well, it's got a lot good. I'm talking about the community. Uh, <laughs> But, like, the experience, the way they handle experience in that game is way better. Yeah. Yes. It's way better. But, yeah. Uh, that's what Thatch has been doing. That's what we've all been doing. And on that note, we're going to go ahead. We're going to kick it on over to the news, and we're going to see what Pokemon's been doing. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a lot, actually. Um, first of all, like Sublime and I mentioned earlier, Blastoise is coming to Pokemon Unite on September 1st. So that's exciting. I'm actually pretty amped I for guess. this. I'm amped for this. <laughs> um, as somebody, uh, yeah, I'm just being silly. You know, I don't play. Yeah, so. I, I've been so like I used to I really like Slowbro and it looks like he plays like Slowbro, but might actually be good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'll pretend I, that means anything to me. Well, Sublime might know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for Slowbro because it's not like he was even the best at his job and then they nerfed him. Right? Right? Slowbro is not that good. Uh, but we'll, we'll see what happens. My favorite Mm-mm-mm. is Cross. I'm just happy to have another defender because we only have three defenders right now. Uh, mm. being, being Snorlax, Slowbro, and Cressel. And I would say out of the three, like one is good. <laughs> Okay, I One see. One and a half. Yeah. Crustle can be okay, but I feel like most Crustle players are bad. 
That's the thing. It can be, yeah, that's the thing. See, yes. like some Pokemon just have bad player bases. I don't trust it when I see a Zero Aura. And I'm just, <laughs> I get a little bit nervous when I see a Crustle too. I can't tell you how many times they just put stuff in your way that does nothing. It actively hurts you. They do that. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes you'll get bad the ones worst. like that, but then you'll get the people that play like the offensive Crustle. Oh, I don't mind offensive Crustle. No, they, but some of them think that they're just path. like invincible. As, as offensive Crestle, and they're not. Mm, and so they get way too aggressive. But yeah, uh, that's, mm. that's Pokemon Unite. I'm actually pretty excited for this. I'm excited for Blastoise. Uh, all right, moving on then. Uh, I guess Whimsicott, you get this next one. Yep. So there's now a Pokemon TV app for Nintendo Switch. You can download it through the eShop. If you are in the US, Europe, and Australia, I don't know if that includes Canada, honestly, uh, you can watch <laughs> the Pokemon anime, past competitive event streams, and more through your Nintendo Switch. And it's free to download. So that's cool, I guess. I didn't expect this to come to Switch, but it's kind of nice. I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. Pokemon TV is like everything a, else a cool is there. app. Pokemon TV, not Netflix. Okay, not Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulu is there, but not Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Netflix and the Switch, but it's not there. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm pretty excited for this, actually, because like, I think it's something that I might use. It might be a, hmm. an easy way to like stream Pokemon episodes or something. I was thinking about trying to get something together where like we do like a Saturday morning cartoon watch in the in the Discord. Oh. Before the sh- before we record, because we typically record on Saturday mornings for those of you at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, but then we could like hang out, watch some Pokemon. It'd be a good time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty. I'm like. I'm like excited. Might be the wrong word. I'm happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, all right. Well, I guess moving on. Sublime, you got this next one. Yeah, we're moving on down to the TCG. The next set for that has been announced, and it's going to be called Fusion Strike. And it incorporates the fusion strike style alongside the rapid strike and single strike styles, which are great. I heard fusion strike's pretty good, too, based on the Japanese release. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, rapid and single have been really cool because they gave them more than one set worth of cards, so they keep mm-hmm. evolving. Yeah, it reminds so me a lot... that this is getting added to the mix as well, yeah. It reminds me a lot of way back in the X and Y days. When we got the Omega and the Alpha cards. Oh, the Auras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we've got, like, the random Delta ones later on. That's kind of what this reminds yeah, me of. Yeah, you had a whole bunch of names. Yeah. That's kind of what this reminds me of. Except yeah, I think, I think it gets better for support. a lot of cards. Better support. Yeah, it's a lot of <laughs> cards that, like, support them that are really good, so. Yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, for those of you who care as well, there's a uh, new song added to the P25 collection, which, by the way... Doesn't like have its own dedicated Spotify playlist as far as I can find. Um, and it's the first bilingual song on the album being both in French and English. It's called Gamer Girl or Game Girl, not Gamer Girl, just Game Girl. My apologies. Mm. They've dropped like, I can't keep track because I figured this was what was going to happen was they're going to announce this album. They're going to like slowly trickle things for like the first three months and they'll be like, oh, poof, we forgot we have to finish this. <laughs> and then we're just going to get flooded with it at the end of the year. And that's 100% mm. what's happening. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. It's 100% what's happening with this album. How many tracks are they doing? Okay, so my assumption is 25, right? You do 25 because it's the P25 Mm. album. Yeah. But I don't know. They didn't announce literally anything about this other than like, yeah, we're doing music. And then we got like vague Pokemon references and a Hootie and the Blowfish cover by Post Malone. (laughs) None of this makes sense to me. This album makes zero sense to me. Ariana Grande has a tattoo of Eevee. That's promising. (laughs) I hope so. That'd hmm. be cool. 
I'd be promising. I'd be down me. for it. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I would love. I would love like the final thing on the album to be like a a popular artist singing the original Pokemon theme song. I think that would be that really would be cool. Cute. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. But I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know. <mind. laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to video game battling news. We've got some. We got a couple new things in there. Uh, I'll let you. I think I accidentally made Sublime do this one. So Sublime, you're doing this one. That's all good. The next online event has been announced, and it's a single battle event called Mythical Melee. And it only permits, uh, permits legendary and mythical Pokemon. Uh, so cool. live your Ubers, anything goes, fantasies. Uh, <laughs> registration is open until September 9th, and the event runs uh, September 10th through the 12th. You get your standard 50 battle points for doing it. That's an interesting meta. This is meta. fun. Yeah, yeah, go break the game. Yeah, I I really... <laughs> I like what they've been doing. They've been actually this time they've been really good about supporting mythicals and like letting you use them in competitions. So hmm. I, I've kind of been a fan of Gen 8 doing that. Granted, not yeah, all the mythicals the, are there. So like Darkrai can't be used or something. But mm-hmm. and uh, the VGC's doing the uh, legendary stuff this year, too. Like uh, they do every so many years, you know? Well, they're doing it just to see. Mm. They've been really... I like the way they've been handling VGC and Gen 8 in, yeah. in general. Where they're just like, every three months we have a rule change. Mm-mm. Keep up with that. And... Yep. It's worked out pretty well. And yeah, and the other news is it, it hasn't been three months yet. So for the month of September, there's a new season of online ranked battles, but it still uses the Series 10 format where Dynamax is banned and the team is allowed to have one restricted legendary on it. I'm excited to see what Series 11 brings us and maybe Series 12. Mm. Series 12, I think, is going to be the more exciting one, actually. I think Series 12. Yeah. We'll learn a lot in ser- based on Series 12 rules. Yeah. Um, well, if you mm. do the math, like, uh, so series 11 will start in, uh, in November. Yes. And so that's when BDSP drops. And we've got confirmation that VGC lives on Swish. Yes. Series 11, based on how long they've been running series recently, is going to run until, uh, the end of January. And the early, then early mm-hmm. February, we'll get series 12. And it, they yeah, might, and but- it'd be interesting to see if they like it, if we get confirmation whether or not like BDSP mods are coming to Swish. Uh, the thing is, they they said we'd get home compatibility early twenty twenty two in twenty. They did they say early twenty twenty two? It'll be early twenty twenty two. Let's. I only heard twenty twenty two. Ouch! It's not going to be late twenty twenty two. If you look at liter- literally, even in the worst times during the fiasco that was the launch of Pokemon Bank, the world still got Pokemon Bank within. Uh, Within three months, the first three months of the of the new year, right? That was yeah. a long three months, though. That was but, a hmm. very long time. Uh, I mean, it hurt more that like there were select people that got got it downloaded than Japan, and that still and it, yeah. they never shut down Pokemon Bank. They just shut down the ability to download Pokemon Bank. Yeah. So that was the uh, unfortunate part. Also, they just coded it horribly wrong. Yes. <laughs> I will make this call three times instead of one. Mm, yes. That will not mess up the server in any way. Uh, we're also going to have it on the biggest game of the year. Uh, uh, in mm. addition to that, we're going to uh, do it during Christmas when nobody plays online. We're almost exactly. sure. <laughs> so that was uh, an immediate mess. All right, moving on to Pokemon Go. The next Pokemon Go event, uh, it's not really an event. They do seasons uh, every three months. And the next Pokemon Go season is going to be the Season of Mischief, which begins on September 1st. It's going to be focused on Hoopa, uh, the confined form, the little baby Hoopa. 
and will feature a long series of special research quests to obtain it, with the first being on September 5th. The event is called Mist- Misunderstood Mischief. Later events for it also appear on September 8th and 21st, and others will appear also in October and November. You cannot transfer it to home for the time being. Uh, September 5th will have a special event between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. where there will be rotating hourly spawns of Psychic and Ghost slash Dark Pokemon. During the season, Pokemon Pokemon will change in cities Shrubbish or Shuppet, not Shrubbish. What, is that even a Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Shrubbish. You're blending the two. Yeah, Shrubbish. You made a Pokemon Shrubbish, fusion. Uh, it's a fusion Pokemon. That's, uh, that sounds like a new grass type st- starter. Uh, shrubbish. Yeah. Shrubbish. Uh, it's not- <laughs> <laughs> Shrubbish. Yeah, it's sh- Gothita will appear uh, more in cities and forest areas. Teddy Ursa, Shelmet, Carablast will appear more. In the mountains, Geodude, Rhyhorn, and Slugma will appear. And near water, Krabby, Horsey, and Mantine will appear more. Riolu, Noibat, and Dino will appear in 10-kilometer Adventure Sink Eggs. Yay. Mm, get walking. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Go has been uh, making making leaps and bounds. <laughs> it exists. Uh, moving on, yeah. Whimsica, you get this next one, I guess. Yep. In September, your research breakthrough will be Ditto, and if you're not excited about that, it will make shiny Ditto available in case you like blueberry jelly better than strawberry jelly. <laughs> I think also, um, I don't know, I, this is a nice one, especially for people who join late, because there's definitely, um, I think you always get like the Meltan quest, even if you start the game, and mm-hmm. you, one of the steps in the Meltan quest is to catch a Ditto. Oh, that's fair. So that makes yeah. it easy. So I'm all for this. Uh, mm-hmm. Sublime, mo- move it on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we talk in raids next, uh, depending on where you live, uh, either Uxie, Mesprit, or Azelf will be in the five-star raids from the 14th of September to the 1st of October. Which is exciting, by the way. That means Whimsicott can invite us to remote raids to get the one we can't. Oh, um, right, I should do that. <laughs> You're probably better off relying on British jet. That's probably He's true much as well. Better at inviting people uh, to we raids need to get than somebody, We need to get somebody over in Asia now to get us, uh, get us in on that Mesprit action. What what I did do in France is I caught Klefki in Pokemon Go. Ooh. It's exclusive to France. Yeah, is it really? It is. I, I found it and oh. I and I was like, wait, interesting. I, I haven't seen it before, and I I checked and it is exclusive to France. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to travel oh, to France just for Klefki. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> who would <laughs> I think? I feel like I feel like Pokemon Go with their with their regionals is it, just like very. Uh, I don't know. I I it doesn't feel good because. I'm not making these travel arrangements just to go catch Pokemon for Pokemon Go. Exactly. And it's really like, annoying to have those gaps yeah. in my Pokedex. Like, I literally only need Corsola to finish Gen 2. That's I have all I need. Uh, I don't have Pokemon Go on this phone, but I can <laughs> download it for you. I'll give you a Corsola next week. Next, meet time, next time we see each other, yeah. Yeah, because Corsola, what, I was just within the Corsola range back when I lived oh, in Texas. Oh, that's true. That's oh. true. Yeah. yeah, I actually have a bunch of uh, you know what Corsola. For My that brother reason. lives in Texas now. I should make him do it. Depends if he's uh, south enough, but yeah, I'll make him drive south enough. <laughs> 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 I won't make travel arrangements for myself to go catch this Pokemon, but I'll tell my brother I'll make to. Someone else, I'll make, I'll make Corsola. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll make somebody else do it. Uh, all right. <laughs> The Psychic Spectacular event will run from September 8th to 13th with familiar faces and a new Pokemon making its debut. Sure. Uh, what Psychic type haven't they done yet in, in Gen mm. 6? I don't know. Uh, spot, um, the spotlight in hours. In Gen 6? In Gen 6, yeah. What Psychic types are there? Uh, the cat is there. Yeah, but we already yeah, got Esper. Exactly. So, we got that. Mm. They had more than that, right? 
Yeah. Um, Although, oh, oh, Del Fox. Del Fox is psychic. Del Fox is already there. Yes, Del Fox is already in the game. We're taking a new Pokemon. It's a psychic spectacular event. Is Inke in the game? No. I don't think so. Maybe it's Inke. Yeah, Inke is psychic dark. Might that be Inke. Yeah. It could be Inke. I could see it being Inke making it in. I'm into that theory. Do you have to hold your phone up upside down to evolve it? I believe you do. I bet that you would do. be nice. I believe you do. Uh, all right. The uh, so there's spotlight hours as well uh, for September. September seventh is Spoink with two times Stardust. Ball toy on the fourteenth with two times Catch Experience. On the twenty first you have Skitty with two times Catch Candy, and on the twenty eighth you have Alolan Meowth with two times Transfer Kit. I think okay. they always do like an Alolan like once a month. Mm. No, it's kind of nice. I mean, you can find them in it's the nice. wild, so I but don't, well, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. So every Monday in September, you will find a box containing a remote raid pass and other items in the shop for free, I guess. For one coin, probably. Yeah, probably one coin. Because but they want it, they want you to almost get, same difference. They want you to get hooked on that remote raid pass drug. Yeah. They really do. Uh, <laughs> which is fair. It's, I mean, it's literally what they should have it put in the fair. game initially. Yeah. All right. Uh, Sublime, take us and, home. Uh, yeah, yeah I, this is good big news. Uh, Ni- Niantic reversed course on shortening the distance to interact with Pokestops and gyms after universal backlash. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know that anybody was like, yeah, this is a great move. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so they're maintaining the 80 meter distance that they introduced last year. As they yeah. should. To Mostly- be fair, some of the arguments people were making about this were not great, but no. some other arguments were extremely fair and valid, especially like augmenting the accessibility of the yes. game for people. I agree with so that. So I'm very glad that Niantic listened to the right voices and didn't just dismiss everyone as, ooh, these people are screaming for nothing. You know? uh, I, I think you also need to do it. They needed to do it. Because their game is buggy. Like, it's still... It's been five years. Mm. The game doesn't run smooth. Um, the GPS no. location doesn't work incredibly well. Uh, because there'll be no. times where I'm physically standing next to where a stop should be, but my guy's, like, off walking down the street. Yep. And yep. so I'm like, well, I can't spin <laughs> the stop. And, yep. But ever after they doubled the distance like they had with for COVID, like, I was always at least within the range, you know? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I think they needed it for their margin of error. That's what that's just saying. <laughs> That's also a fair assumption, yes. <laughs> I think they just needed a further margin of error. I, I think the game just runs smoother with that outside of the accessibility, which is a good argument, by the way. I mean, it is a solid mm-hmm. argument. But. It was almost the only one that I cared about besides the, you know, some stops are only accessible as they're set. If you, like, cross a busy street yep. or something like that. That is so also true. So the increased distance, you know, No, it made the game better safer. in every way. So They, they were dumb. Mm-mm. I think they were trying to do something that would get, make people pay to get that distance to come back, and then mm. they realized that was a bad idea. I think they were setting something up, because there's stuff in the code they found for, like, uh, upgraded Pokestops or something like that. Oh. Yeah. And I'm oh. sure it was something that you'd have to pay for that, for the, for the privilege uh, of that using. That is, um, that's nasty. Yep. If that's what it is. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> what privilege? <laughs> Well, they're making enough money as it is. They do, they did a good job of like letting that one go. Yes, just yeah. like don't. Let's just not, guys. <laughs> All right. The next one is for um, uh, for Puckle News. Uh, we've got the signups for the 500 Club tournament open up this Monday. So as soon as this is released, 
Uh, it's going to be a five-week Swiss round tournament event, followed by a top cut where players can will create 6v6 teams utilizing only Pokemon with base stat totals below 500. With exceptions, there is a ban Ooh. list. Um, yeah. There is a ban What's list. What's on the ban list? Uh, I forget uh, exactly. Toxapics? I think Slowbro uh, and Slowking. Slowbro and Slowking. Ferrothorn. Ferrothorn, maybe double just I don't know. Some yeah, there's a few things. things. That are it's barely below 500, but but are like yes, completely Stash. insane if you're only Got playing it. below 500. Yes, uh, the rules, the sign up sheet, and the ban list are on our Discord, PuckleDiscord.com, uh, and lots of practice game replays to watch on Discord for those interested in the event or who may not be accustomed to six v six or the Smogon uh, rules. But definitely come on over, try it out. It'll be a fun one. Uh, this is like a fun, mm-hmm. fun tournament set. I'm excited yep. to see how it goes down. Yeah. Use all the monkeys. Uh, all the monkeys. All right. On that note, that's going to be it for the news. We're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz. Thank you for reading those rules for us. And we're going to go ahead and get right into the trivia. Our first one is going to come from Skullmane Banky. And he asks, where is Norman Petalberg's gym leader and his family originally from? Ooh. They moved ah. to at the beginning of the I think game. they're from Johto, right? Um, I don't think so i think they're from kanto i think they actually tell you the specific city they're from uh-huh i um, thought it was just the region mm, no i think they do tell you where they're from but i forget same 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 let me think it was something like something like okay so let's assume they were Okay, so you think of a city they could be from from Johto, and I will think I of will a city they could be okay. from from uh. Kanto. <laughs> because for some reason, I keep thinking of Fuchsia City, but I don't think that's it. Hmm. What about um? What was there a town in Johto that doesn't have a gym? I'm sure there is, right? Yeah. Um. So Violet City does, uh, and I, I'm not very good what at Johto. Evergrove City? That place? I don't know. I also think... Cherry Grove. Cherry Grove City, maybe. I don't Cherry know. Grove. Oh. Hmm. I don't think that's it. I like the mm. idea. I'm going to need an answer. Um, yeah, oh. we're lost on this one. <laughs> Crud. Um, I want to say it's uh, either Fuchsia City... Or, um, what's... Oh, gosh. We can just go with Fuchsia City, because I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why it came to my mind. 
I and fuchsia's a nice color, it. so I'll give it to yeah. fuchsia for the okay. color. Let's go with fuchsia city. Fuchsia city is unfortunately incorrect. Um, yeah, that's right. Very close in terms of like geography, though, because um, it's Olivine City and Johto. Uh, where they hail oh. from. Uh, but like, those oh, are essentially the same Jodo. city, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> one mean, has a lighthouse. One has a lighthouse. That's true. That's the only difference. One has though. a safari. Well, that's I like the sure only difference. as heck hope that, uh, that there is, um, a lighthouse in Fuchsia City as well, because otherwise it's kind of that's dangerous. True. That's fair. That'd be dangerous. <laughs> uh, there's like a bunch of pylons out farther though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. But uh, unfortunately, you didn't get that one correct. But here's another general trivia question from you guys. This one is going to come to you from... Uh, you are too late? In Gold, Silver, Crystal, which Pokemon, when nicknamed, cannot be re- nicknamed to its... Or cannot be renamed to its species name? Girafferig, maybe? There was there was something there. If you're trying to uh, rename it was Copagrigus. In yeah, gold, silver, hmm. crystal. Gold, silver, crystal. <laughs> Not Cophagrigus. I know. I was just saying, like, I remember you can't name a Cophagrigus itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, this is definitely for different reasons. Be? Oh, okay. okay. See, that's the line I was going to go down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't want you to go down like, that ooh, line. What dirty Pokemon name is there? <laughs> no, it might, it might just have to be what's available on the keyboard. Yeah. Oh. Okay. If that's what's available on the keyboard, then it's Mr. Mime because there is no punctuation. Or oh, maybe that Farfetch'd, makes sense. That Farfetch'd makes sense. or Mr. Mime or Poison. Oh, Farfetch'd has the, X, uh, the apostrophe, yeah. There's maybe only it's one the Pokemon number in Porygon 2. So, okay, so if there is punctuation, then, you know, Farfetch'd and uh, Mr. Mime, like, like, it would only be one. So oh, it couldn't be just oh, one no. of them. Maybe it's Porygon 2 because yeah, you can't do numbers. Yeah, Porygon 2 because you can't input numbers. Yeah. Yeah. That's that what makes I'm saying. sense. Yeah, that's let's do Porygon 2. Yeah. Porygon 2 is correct. You cannot get numbers yeah. back Ooh, then. So you could not rename a Porygon 2 Porygon 2. <laughs> wow. But you could name it Porygon Z. <laughs> you could name it Porygon Z. <laughs> Ahead of your time. Yeah. Yep. Future vision. All right, this next one is your Pokedex entry. Uh, if you get it right on the first try, uh, I won't read the second entry for you to try to guess. But if you get it wrong, I'll give you a second entry. You get a second try. First uh, first try, you get two points. Second try, you get one. All right, this next one is going to come from the Purple Knight. It's Pokemon Sword entry states, Its resilient tusks are the pride of, or its pride enjoyed. It licks up dirt to take up the minerals it needs to keep its tusk in top condition. Who's that Pokemon? Can you repeat what Pokedex it was? Sword. Sword. Did you say? Sword. Sword. Okay. I'm thinking uh, Mamoswine line. Does Piloswine have so, tusks? Um, is, I hmm. think it has tiny ones. Yeah. There's okay. also another line that has a lot of entries about their tusks, which is the Haxorus line. Oh, that's true. But also the um the Celio line, I think. Might that Walrein got the big tusks, but they live in the water, so I don't see them licking up dirt. I couldn't see uh, some of the other ones licking up dirt either. Could you repeat the dex entries? That its resilient tusks are its pride and joy. It licks up dirt to take in the minerals it needs to keep its tusks in top condition. Minerals, you know what? Mm. Now I think it's Haxorus. Yeah, I like the Haxorus line. Yeah, 
I mean, it, it might be fracture, but I think it's hexerous. Oh, um, I'll take hmm. I'll take whatever. If it's if you give yeah. me a line, I'll take the line. line. I'll give it okay. the hexerous line. Yes, uh, hexerous is correct. It is Ooh, hexerous. Yeah. The backup entry we had was from Pokemon Black. And it says, they are kind, but can be relentless when defending territory. They challenge foes with tusks that can cut steel. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. the line about them cutting steel and us discussing it because, wait, but still resist dragon. How does that make sense? You know? So you guys got two points on that one. So you guys are three. Nice. You guys are three for three. We're going to go ahead. Cool. This next question is going to be worth up to three points for you guys. And it's going to be from, it's going to be from Truster, because there's no way you're going to get the other question. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, Star-Lord, I'm so sorry. Liger put it there for me, and I think it's a fun question, but I don't want them to feel bad. <laughs> uh, this is from Trevster. You get one qu- point for each Pokemon you give me uh, from this. There are three Pokemon mm-hmm. that are answers. Only three Pokemon introduced in Galar Generation 8 can learn the move Toxic. Who are they? This also includes things such as forms of new Pokemon, of old Pokemon. Okay, well, I'm assuming Toxtricity is one of them. That is correct. Cool. That is one point. Also, maybe Eternatus? It's a poison type. That is it also is correct. poison type. <laughs> cool. <laughs> There's one more. Well, so another Pokemon that was introduced in Galar and is a poison type is Galarian Weezing, but I that don't is... know. Like it, Like, it would make sense. Are you going to so, lock it in? Do you want to lock he it in? He did emphasize line? that forms were an option, so yeah, I think yes. Yeah, so Galarian Weezing. That's correct. Uh, that is all three of them. yeah. <laughs> cool. That's all three of them. Toxtricity, Galarian Weezing, and Eternatus. Awesome. Out of curiosity, what was the question that would have made us feel that? Uh, name all eight radio DJs in Gold, Silver, Crystal, Slash, Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver. No. Mary is one of them, that and then I'm done. <laughs> I think I could have named maybe three. I gotta name three of those. I, I think. mean, technically, technically, maybe Professor Oak counts because Professor he Oak does, does the count. radio show with her. Professor so Oak does. There's count. two. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the other one that I would have gotten was Boyna, and that's about it. Uh, oh, I the rest of them I would not have gotten. <laughs> uh, but thank you for that one, Star Lord. I think it's an interesting. We'll let the people at home try to figure that one out. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's your homework, everybody. All right. So you guys are six for four. You have your last question. Uh, You still have the hint, by the way, and you can't cash it in. Um, So the next one is going to be from HDM. It is your base deck question, as always. Uh, And he asks, which non-fully evolved Pokemon has the highest base special defense? We should probably use the hint right away, Sublime. Yeah, we should use the hint. Uh, This is is a psychic type that has a branching evolution. I never would have guessed. (laughs) Branching evolution. So, so, branching evolution psychic types. Oh, it's Cosmoem, I bet. Oh, yes, it has to be Cosmoem. It's Cosmoem. It's Cosmoem. Yes. <laughs> Cosmoem is correct. Uh, <laughs> that thing base. is nothing but defense stats. I love that little guy. <laughs> so useless, but I love it. Cosmoem has a base 131 special defense stat. Uh, next up is Deskloss with 130, Mantike with 120, Sligu with 113, and then both Chansey and Togetic at 105. So there you go. All right. You still that, Google those answers. That is uh, seven for you uh, to d- go ahead and uh, add to your thingy majigger, your point total. After that rough start, we pulled through at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, actually, Whimsicott, you won. 
Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize hey, you were today. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Uh, that's good news for Sublime, though, because he's got seven points. Uh, I'm on the board. He's on the board. Nobody else is. I'm Everybody else is at zero. Yeah. Uh, Sublime's leading the path. Everybody say hi to Sublime. He's the new winner as of right now. He's going to take it all the way. I've won it before, so I got nothing to prove. You know. That's true. That's absolutely <laughs> true. But Whimsicott won, so yay! I didn't realize yay! that. Yay! <laughs> I don't think any of us did, and that's okay. <laughs> no, I, to be fair, I, I did, like, had a moment this morning where I was like, wait, am I not at, like, 25 I points or thereabouts? You were at 26. And then I yeah. forgot again. Okay, so, I completely yeah. <laughs> forgot, because I didn't check beforehand. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for trivia this week, guys. If you want to tune in for more Puckle Pokey Quiz, you can uh, next week. So, uh, until then, Keep we're going to trivial. Keep it- Oh, that's a good catchphrase. Maybe we'll start I like that. that, right? Oh, yeah. man. I'm going to start using that. Okay, so keep it trivial, yeah. and we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey, guys. If you haven't already, be sure to head over to Patreon and check out our Puckle Anime Club podcast, where we go over Pokemon journeys, talk about the episodes. You can listen to the commentary in real time as you watch the show, or you can just go ahead and listen to our review episode that we do at the end. You just have to go over to Patreon and be at the $5 tier to be able to access it. I think it's been a lot of fun making, and I hope if you decide to go and listen to it, you have a great time listening to it as well. But until then, keep on listening to the show, and you've got a topic to get to. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be what regions would be cool to do another Let's Go, or not Let's Go, oh my gosh. The Legends. The Legends, the good one. Yes. Yes, the good one. We say before it's been released. (laughs) It is significantly more promising at this point in this reveal cycle compared to what Let's Go was. That is my take on it. I have zero enthusiasm about the remix coming out this year, but a ton of excitement for Legends. So, yeah. The cool thing about Legends is just that, I mean, they, they're adding new Pokemon the right way. I think, like, we can mm-hmm. all go back to the failure that is Melmetal and Meltan. Yes. And and ex- talk about how, like, that was a bad way to introduce a new Pokemon to get people to buy your spin-off mainline game. Yeah, it was incredibly cool as a reveal, but then the way they used the new Pokemon was abysmal. Meltan's reveal was really cool. Meltan itself, I think, is dumb for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. The the biggest one being you can only evolve Meltan in Pokemon Go. That is super stupid. Which is very bad. They should not have done that. They Like when Sword and Shield came out, Meltan should have had an evolution method in mm-hmm. the mainline mm-hmm. games. Because at that point, you're just like... Seriously. Pokemon Go. Yeah, guys, I don't expect Pokemon Go to live forever. I'm going to be honest with you guys. No, and like not every child has a smartphone. Exactly. I just don't expect Pokemon Go to last forever, and I think it's really poopy in terms of dex completion type stuff. Mm-mm. I can trade you a Meltan, but then you can't do anything with it because you can't send it back to go. Yeah, it's stupid. Maybe they'll retroactively implement it for other. Stuff. Oh, I think I think at some point it's going to happen, and I think it's going to happen when when Go dies. Batch is making a really uh, bold prediction that Pokemon Go will not make it another five years. It'll still exist hmm. in five years, but it is going to be limping. That's fair enough. Because the only thing Pokemon Go really has going with it for it right now, because they haven't really added anything new to like the gameplay of Pokemon Go in, I think, since the introductions of raids, in all honesty. Mm. And maybe trading. They added trading. The thing that should have been there all along. Mm. So Pokemon Go hasn't really added anything of value in a very long time outside of introducing new Pokemon. And they've been able to do it because they can introduce a new generation every year, which is exciting because it's a new starter, everything. But the problem is they're on Generation 6 right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get to Generation 7 pretty quick here. Generation yeah. 6, 7, and 8 
don't have a lot of Pokemon in them. Nope. Uh, so they're going to be slow rolling here. I imagine we're going to get concurrent releases probably with Generation 9. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Hmm. Like, I, that's my overall belief. But after that, Pokemon Go is not going to be able to add new Pokemon quickly at all. Yep. Is the game's going to grow stale and stagnant. So that's kind of where I'm sitting on it right now. Just kind of watching it, mm. see where it's going. It, it doesn't have a lot left going for it right now, which is unfortunate. So we'll we'll see, though. We'll see. I, I appreciate them trying, and I appreciate them, like, yeah. quote-unquote revitalizing Pokemon. Mm-mm-mm. We'll see, though. Uh, but yeah, it, regions that I think would be cool. One, I think this would have been a way better concept to do for Let's Go, uh, for Kanto, than remaking Kanto a third time. Oh, you mean you see, like, the actual story of Mewtwo coming to life instead of you reading could, it You could do that. Would that be too modern? Because, like, Mewtwo in particular was made yeah. by science, right? It's very so, recent. I don't know. I would be okay with a Legends game that was more like that. I mean, I, I like the idea of being a Pokemon researcher, right? I would like, maybe focus it on Mew instead of Mewtwo. Oh, that okay. I think would be what you'd have to do. And you could yeah. you could roll it back to older Kanto at that point. You could have like a, a Pokemon Legends Mew, and because right okay, right now we're at Arceus, yeah. and Arceus is kind of like I don't know, that's kind of starting up pretty high. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I guess. Okay, imagine if it was like Pokemon Legends Meloetta. We'd all be like, okay, there's a place to go up from here. Uh, but you don't do Meloetta in Gen Five, like yeah, oh, you do obviously. the original Dragon. But that's an yeah. issue because you don't know the name of the original dragon. So how do you title your that game? That would be a great. Po- yeah, I think Unova would be a great I think that's, choice. I think that's one hundred percent original dragon. Yeah. So we talked about it when we were planning for the show. Planning the copy, um, yeah. and I think it would be a really like I honestly think remakes are old news now. Mm. I I don't think a traditional remake makes any sense to do. Other for Gen than, 5? No. Especially for Gen 5. I think 5. they will, though. They will. Because they just are doing that. Yeah. yeah. I think they will, but I don't think it's necessary anymore. Especially if they're going to do something like Legends for it, where you could be like, hey, let's rewind the clock. Let's do the original dragon. And you call it like Pokemon let's Legends. Let's show the splitting of the dragon. That would be super yeah. cool. You call it Pokemon Legends, uh, Pokemon Legends Unova, or something like that, instead of yeah. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Or not even Unova. You name it whatever, because they're not going to call it Unova, because they're going to want to throw, they're going to throw in some I regional mean- Pokemon, right? You can call it Curum. That's the thing that makes oh, the most sense. Oh, Pokemon Legends Because what Curum. you get at the end of the game is Curum because the dragon splits at the end of the game. Uh, oh, I and see what Rekrom you're saying. And Rekrom and Zekrom go off each on their own way and you're left with Curum. That sounds satisfying. That, they have like a great opportunity with Unova and the dragon. Yeah. Yes. You could do, you could have like the one dragon to rule them all, right? Um, and yes. you could, you could just catch that and then people would be, like lose their minds and i think you just do that instead of just kirim but it, i think the original dragon could be called kirim uh because mm. i mean the the two fusions of kirim are just kirim black and kirim white and we're just talking about smushing yeah. those all together yeah i mean it could just be another enough. form of kirim yeah like you, know? uh, you have like primal something something yeah. you have original kirim something yeah. like that you handle it just like Necrozma, Complete right? Kiram. Yeah. Kiram complete. Yeah, yeah Kiram right complete. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like you have, like, Dragon Psychic Necrozma after 30 turns of sense. nonsense. I like that. You have, like, no idea how much I want this game. That one exist. sounds... That's That one's probably the best one. I'm going to be honest. That one does sound really good, right? I was trying to think of, like, another one so I, we would have more than one to discuss. The only thing I could think of is maybe is Kalos. Yes. I would love to see a story involving yeah, Eveltal and Xerneas. No, no, you do you do it with uh, AZ. 
Yeah. Oh, that, that's a good angle too. You yeah. go you go back to three thousand years. Oh my gosh. A young A Z would like sell like hotcakes. That is true. That's true. You get him to you get him to do another meanie thing like hey, I've waited three thousand years or something. Or like he said something along the lines of like, man, it felt like it's yeah. been three thousand years. Yes. You know, there's the <laughs> meme. I've just I have just marketed this game for them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I think like if in Unova you get the original dragon, and in Kalos you get the war. What you could do, eternal which would flower floret, inc- yes, which <laughs> I'm still waiting for. I still want that, aren't we all? <laughs> but what you could do is you can take advantage of that to give every legend's game a slightly different tone. Hmm. I'm into it. They could be slightly different games. Mm -hmm. And the first one is based on research. Well, maybe if your audience says, oh, yeah, the game is cool because open world and stuff, but maybe the research wasn't, you know, all that it could have been. You're like, oh, not a problem. The next one, instead of having research about the Pokemon, has you, like, looking into the story of the dragon so it's more focused on i don't know exploring places and plots rather than catching like seven chingling you know i don't know i like the idea of catching seven chingling though (laughs) i mean i like it too but that's a bit too let's go for me so you can adjust your aim and take advantage of the fact that it doesn't have to be exactly the same as the previous Pokemon game, which is what you're kind of stuck with, with the mainline games. Because, yeah, you are starting a new series, but the new series doesn't necessarily have to work exactly like the main series, because you still have the main series. And so the people are going to come back for the main series. I feel like what you're saying is very much against what Pokemon is or has been doing for like the past 25 years. That's what I mean. Like you (laughs) do the main series. I think it's what they need. Honestly, I think that's what they need. But that's the point. You do both. You keep the main series. Oh, absolutely. The same as it's always been. Absolutely. You keep like, you keep your bread and butter and then you start offering me different soups. Okay. That's what I want. (laughs) And I think that's a brilliant strategy because no matter what, you are going to get people to buy your game. Oh yeah. And most people will actually buy both of those games, but with a game that kind of, you know, enters a slightly different market, mm-hmm. you might get even more people who then maybe buy your other game, who mm-hmm. maybe haven't played Pokemon in a long while or have or have never played Pokemon, but got intrigued by the lore in Pokemon Legends Curum. I don't know. Something like that. I think if you play it right... There's a good strategy there. I, I agree with you. I just, I hope they don't spoil this. And I, I'm worried about the community uh, absolutely mm. getting their expectations out of hand because that they have a history of that, right? Pokemon fans have a history yeah, of that. Yeah, they're already doing that. Like, they keep oh, yeah. saying, yeah, it's Breath of the Wild, but Pokemon, ah! it's not. It's like... It's not. I think, like, the best case is it's like Monster Hunter, but Pokemon. I was calling it actually the cross between Monster Hunter, Breath of the Wild, and Pokemon. I, That's I, literally how I was describing I just, it. I don't, it's not that much Breath of the Wild, and people no, need to. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as much Breath of the Wild as people are hoping it is. No, no, no. You have to remember if you put like five ingredients into something, and mm-hmm. all of them They're are not very all the same good. Amount, is the thing they don't all go together? So. 
It's like when I made myself a piada yesterday. I put salad in it. The salad was very good. It was not very good in the piada. It ruined the piada. You should have put like, pasta in. I am... Um, you know I can't <laughs> curse on the show and you're just taking advantage of that. <laughs> uh that's like that's a dig that's a deep dig uh <laughs> that's fine all right well back to pokemon uh <laughs> we're gonna uh where else would we like to see it i mean Kalos and unova i think are the best i think there's some easy money to be made if they did kanto and they did something backwards we did talk about that mm-hmm. briefly maybe they could combine it with johto and then everybody could get like their oh. their happy oh, times you know ho and lugia might be interesting to see the tower in yeah, its original the tower, form the origin of the beasts mm-hmm. yes Yes, yep. please. Yep. I think that's 100% what you do. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a lot to lean into. And I think Sinnoh was a very good way there to do is. it. is. I think Sinnoh yeah. is a, because Sinnoh doesn't have as deep of a history as some of these other regions do. Uh, like, Hoenn mm. would be very easy to open world, like, concept and idea just like they are doing with Sinnoh. And I, I think that's, uh, I, I think that's a good idea for them to have done Sinnoh and just been like, oh, hey, it's Sinnoh, but not. And the, I think, I think the only ancient lore for Sinnoh that they have is, uh, is like the book you can read in the Candlelave Library, mm-hmm. which is different, by the way, than what they mentioned in uh, in the Legends PR, and I think that's intentional. Oh, we, we're kind of going off script, but that's okay uh, because this is interesting. We have a script. Since when no, do we have a script? We don't have a script. <laughs> I didn't uh, get the script. We got it. We had my script. We had a topic twelve hours before the episode launched, so we did pretty good today. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, uh, so. There is a uh, there's a story in the Candleleaf Library. Um, I need to find it. Um, where okay, while you while you yes. find it, I will tell you that I was very perplexed when you said Sin is the best region to do this with because I was like, but it's the most boring. But that was your point. It's the yes. easiest <laughs> to make. So yeah, now oh, I oh maybe I was wrong. Maybe maybe I was thinking of uh, a translation. Um, so there's a there is a book. In, oh man, there's another book they could really like. Okay, so there's a lot of fun books uh, <laughs> um, in the Candlelave Library. So um, there's there's a lot of myths of the Sinnoh region, and it's uh, I'm very I hope they lean into these. So there's one that's just called like Sinnoh's Folk Tales, and uh, so there's three stories, and one of them is about eating Pokemon. Let's not get into that oh. one. Yeah, it's not great. Um, then there's a second there's a second one that was that's called about pokemon um there there lived a pokemon in a forest in the forest the pokemon shed its hide to sleep as a human awaken the human dawns the pokemon hide to roam villages um and then sino folk story three there were once were pokemon that became very close to humans and remember in uh hisui they say that uh pokemon are scary um there w- yeah, but wait, that's that one is the one that was translated differently. And in Japan, it said that Pokemon used to marry people. Uh, yeah, but the translation doesn't... This I am reading the translation. Uh, there, there once were humans and Pokemon that ate together at the same table. That's how they translated it differently in English. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And it was a time when there existed no differences to distinguish the two. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. I feel... But there's some other ones that actually would be really cool to touch on. Um Let's see if I can find it real quick. There's some stuff about the Lake Guardians, which is interesting. I would love to see the Lake Guardians and how they play into this, by the way. Oh, yeah. Me too. 
That's something that we haven't thought about. Like the Elite Guardians are boring otherwise, but uh, <laughs> they're so yeah. But if you play otherwise. them like, uh, and this is me like going back on my word, but if you play them like the Divine Beasts in Breath of the Wild, well, uh, you have to get all three a, of them. A little you bit, can yeah. Get to Arceus, <laughs> I feel like they're going to be somewhat involved in that, right? So mm. here's here's a fun one. It's the Veilstones myth. A young man, callow and foolish and innocent, came to own a sword. With it, he smote Pokemon, which gave sustenance with carefree abandon. Those not taken as food, he discarded with no afterthought. The following year, no Pokemon appeared. Larders grew bare. The young man, seeking the missing Pokemon, journeyed afar. Long did he search far and wide, to until he did find. He asked, why do you hide? To which the Pokemon replied, if you bear the sword to bring harm upon us with claws and fangs, we will extract toll. From your kind, we will take our toll, for it must be done. Done it must be to guard ourselves for it, I apologize. To the skies, the young man shouted his dismay. In having found the sword, I have lost so much. Gorged with power, he grew blind to Pokemon being alive. I will never fall savage again. This sword I denounced and forsake. I plead for forgiveness before I was but a fool. So saying, the young man hurled the sword to the ground, snapping it. Seeing this, the Pokemon disappeared to a place beyond seeing. Hmm. It'd be interesting. I don't know. I, it just seems interesting that like there's like these myths that they could be doing something with mm-hmm. young man throwing a sword. Bleak but interesting. It's bleak but interesting. Yes, I agree with that. I don't know. There's some. Uh, there's definitely some things that I, I'm very interested in. Um, I don't know. My brain just keeps being consumed over and over again by my desire for the Legends Unova game. So uh, that would be really I cool. Keep distracting I, myself. I, I honestly hope uh, my my hope deep down inside is that Gen Nine doesn't come out next year, um, mm. and this is just like the start of Pokemon realizing what they have? Uh, question mark um, Because I, think... I don't think they can keep infinitely adding Pokemon forever like they have been with generation after generation after generation, mm-hmm. and they might need to slow that roll a little bit. On one hand, I agree with you. On the other, I think the generation in which your main fighting game for the online battles and competitions and stuff has been the same since the beginning of the generation is maybe not the right one to be the first to stretch this long. This is more hopes and dreams than I think what will happen. But what I would like to see happen would be you take Sword and Shield. Uh, in a perfect world, all the Pokemon from BDSP and Legends Arceus make it over. And honestly, I think there's a better chance for that than there was before the Direct a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we've got things like Weirdeer and Basque Legion, which yes. if Pokemon's not going to want, if Pokemon's not going to let people like take the new toys for a proper spin, I feel yeah. like, I feel like they're doing an injustice to those new Pokemon, right? Yeah. And, so I so let's say they do that, right? They're only missing like 60-some Pokemon. And we, we also talked mm-hmm. about this while we were prepping for the show, but mostly because Sublime yeah. and I were complaining about life. Uh, the only ones missing, I mean, it, one, Greninja is still missing, which is like... And Snivy and, is still missing. Yeah, but I'm sure they care more about Greninja. But they're, they're missing a few. And so in my perfect world, because Legends obviously is coming out before Pokemon Day for some reason... Right, like mm-hmm. they they don't want it to come out after Pokemon Day because they want to be able to announce something on Pokemon Day. Um, and what I would be one thousand percent okay with would be uh, DLC three for Sword and Shield one to show that Sword and Shield isn't dead. Um, yeah. Two, you can put in like the remaining sixty ish Pokemon. Um, and what okay. I would I would okay. take this as I would take that as an olive branch, honestly, and be like, hey, we know that there's not going to be the full decks in every game, but by the end of the generation, you'll be able to like make a decks, right? 
I think if you if you do that, like if you do another DLC and you finish out the decks, then yes, you can totally go another year on Sword and Shield. Yes. And people will be mostly okay with that. Yeah, I think that's I think that's totally doable. Um and to even like put the cherry on top, because everybody's like, well, they already did the legends. Like, how do you top the legends for DLC? And the answer is, as it always will be, Mega Evolution. Um you Ooh, you throw yes. megas in. <laughs> should always be the answer that, like how do you top legends you do megas like that's the answer the thing everyone loved yeah i mean do you, I, I don't know if anybody remembers from last summer when they did like the pokemon presents in june of 2020 and like they made a bunch of announcements and mm-hmm. one of them like starts with like the mega evolution symbol and like everybody got super yeah. excited and then it was yeah. immediately crushed when they found was... out it was go <laughs> yes I was one of those people. I was one of them. I was like, yes, no. So imagine imagine that reaction, but with like not getting disappointed. <laughs> yeah. At the end. And yeah. like, since we're in the business of wishful thinking, can I have some like chocolate fudge on top of the cherry and get a 60 minute timer? Uh, yeah, well, that's timer. <laughs> Honestly, if they just fix timer, I'll be happy. I, I don't think I don't think timer is going to be resolved till Gen 9. Yeah. If it if it's resolved, if it's resolved, I don't think it'll be changed until Gen mm. Nine. You know, it's going to be frustrating. I guarantee you, there's no timer in BDSP. Oh. <laughs> I guarantee it. I mean, there has to be a timer. The, uh, well, there will be a sixty minute timer then in BDSP. Then we'll just play on BDSP <laughs> 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 and kill Scorn and Shield. I don't care. I, I feel. I feel like there will card. be a lot of people that actually do that. Like content creators will do that. Yes. Because I think that's the re- I think that's the reason why Pokemon content on YouTube sucks right now. Part of the reason is that I they totally can't agree with they, they can't do battle content on cart. Yeah. I I think that's why we've devolved to uh hey, you want to open these TCG packs? Yeah. And, and look where that got us. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Very sad. Yep. Uh but yeah, I think I don't know. There's nothing else I really want to talk about. Anything else you guys any any final thoughts from you guys? Legends looks promising, so I do hope it uh, continues in a way that Let's Go did not. Yes, Let's Go mm-hmm. was terrible. Yes. Stick uh, the landing. Imagine on Pokemon Day, uh, twenty twenty two, they they announce uh, Pokemon Let's Go Johto, and we all go, but why? Oh, well, but, uh, <laughs> I will yeah. throw my chair. <laughs> and we're all just like, um, it, it's it's the mean it's the mean girl meme. Stop trying to make Let's Go happen. <laughs> it's not gonna it's happen it's not gonna happen uh, <laughs> alright so on that yep. note uh, we're gonna kick it on over after this short break to the Pokemon of the episode Pokemon the episode and welcome to the Pokemon of the episode our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex 898 <laughs> Calrex the High King Pokemon the Pokemon Shield Dex entry for Shadow Rider Calyrex stands. Legend says that by using its power to see all events from past to future, this Pokemon saved the creatures of a forest from a meteorite strike. Ooh, okay. So Calyrex uh, Shadow Rider is the one we're focusing on today. We have a BSS team for it. Um, it is unfortunately uh, very frail because of its ghost psychic typing, which gives it uh, a uh, times four weakness to, I believe, dark. And ghost. And ghost. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. It's only weaknesses are times four weaknesses, by the way, which makes it even worse. That's not true. It's, 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 no, wait, it is. It is true. It is true. I am correct. I am correct. Interesting. I hadn't noticed that. 
Its base defense is 80, so that makes like a sucker punch hit it like a truck. And uh, HP of 100, so that's not, it's not like bad, but it's not 100% great. 85 attack, so you're never running a physical <laughs> because you've got mm-hmm. a base 165 special attack. And an spe- ability that boosts your special and, attack yes, exactly. when you KO something. So. Special defense of 100 and a speed of 150. My favorite thing about this is I, I love Calyrex, like both Shadow and Ice Rider, because they have like the as one ability so that you have both Mm-mm. Calyrex's ability and like the horse's ability. But like Calyrex's yeah. ability is on nerve. So who cares? Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> so, so like who cares? It's just like, just give him the horse's ability. Like that's the one we're here for. Uh, like who cares about on nerve so we do have a team today built to you for, uh by coil um so we've got Thanks, uh coil. yeah this is from bss so we've got calrex shadow rider with a focus sash holding as one with the ability as one as we just said but he's got spectrier's grim nay as well as unnerve you know the most unpop <laughs> ability unnerve the ability that just <laughs> prevents other pokemon from eating berries that's good in a lot of contexts. It, it's good. It's kind of. I mean, like, I. It's a nice bonus, right? Like, it's not useless. It's not useless. I feel like. I feel like instead of having like two abilities, it more feels like it has like one point two five abilities. Hey, I mean that's better than illuminate. You know, <laughs> it is yeah. better than illuminate. Could you imagine as one and it's like illuminate and like actually something useful? <laughs> <laughs> mm. Illuminate and pick up. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so the this is uh, standard Calyrex Shadow Rider, two fifty two special attack, two fifty two speed, four special defense. Timid because we going fast. Astral Barrage so that you can just hit things hard with stab. Psy Shock so you can hit things hard with stab. Energy Ball for that coverage because uh, Swamperts are very prevalent actually in BSS, and also Nasty Plot. This is built for Series 10, so there is no Dynamax, so there's no going big here, unfortunately. We're also paired up with uh, Urshifu, and we've got the uh, the Dark Urshifu here, um, Single Strike. He's holding a Choice Scarf. He's got Unseen Fist because he can't have anything else. 52 HP, 252 Attack, and 204 Speed. Um, I believe there's a reason for that speed uh, that Coil told me, but I did not read. <laughs> <laughs> it's Choice Scarf, so I imagine it's just to outspeed something like a Calyrex Shadow Rider. It's actually to outspeed Scarfed Kyogres. <laughs> okay, perfect. Oh, Scarf Kaya. Okay, that makes sense. And then U-Turn, Wicked Blow, Close Combat, and Sucker Punch are what it's holding. So, I mean, it's it's pretty standard Urshifu. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> uh, take it away, Sublime. This is This is your moment to shine. Yo, dog, I heard you like some U-turn on top of your U-turn, so I'm adding two more U-turners. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't ever want to stand still. It's like the ADHD of Pokemon is you. Yeah. Turn the beat around, you know? That's what this team is saying. <laughs> so we got Lando T. You love to hate it and you love to use it. Rocking the citrus berry with an impish nature, so we thick. 148 HP, 252 attack, and 108 defense. And what this does is it can take, with the Citrus Berry, a uh, full Behemoth Blade. Just like a raw, in-the-face Behemoth Blade from Zacian. Perfect. And then, yeah, and then it can get it back with its Earthquake, you know? So, that's great. Gotta have an answer for Zacian in the BSS this season. So then you got your U-turn, because who doesn't... I mean, why would you never? 
Why, like, why would you not use U-turn on Lando? Like, hello. Uh, it also has Stealth Rock, which is why, um, in the notes, Coil said that he usually leads with this to try to get Stealth Rock as quick as possible. And then Rock, Rock and BSS isn't as yeah. important, but it is nice for Chip if you get the opportunity. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Also for Zapdos. Like, Zapdos is everywhere. We also have Rillaboom. Uh, another, you know. Y- you're used to it. You know, you know. So we got Adamant on this one. 244 HP, 124 attack, 36 defense, 100 special defense, 4 speed. Uh, Adamant nature, and it's a, it's pretty standard. You got your Glassy Glide, your knockoff, another U-turn, and Woodhammer. AV. Perfect. Ithic. You know. He's doing his standard stuff. Yeah, it's, it's dealing with mm-hmm. Kyogre. Yep. And then you have two other bulky, bulky boys. One is the only Pokemon in Gen 2 you can't rename to its original name if you give it a nickname. Porygon 2. <laughs> it's holding an Eviolite. It has Assassinature. It has a spread of 244 HP, 12 defense, and max special defense. It has Recover, Ice Beam, Facade which comes in useful if you get, like, paralyzed by Zapdos or toxic by something. And then it has Iron Tail, which is weird, but it can sometimes proc a defense drop on your opponent. So it's it's an interesting set. Mm -hmm. And then you have Zapdos. Zapdos is holding a rocky helmet. The ability is static. It has max HP, 196 defense, 16 special attack, 44 speed with a bold nature. In case your static wasn't enough to paralyze people, you have Discharge. You are, of course, running Heat Wave and Roost, and then Volt Switch, because Volt Switch is like U-Turn. Why would you not run it? Yeah. Yeah. Zapdos woke up and chose violence. Pivots are really good, though, like, just in general. Yeah, always have been. They're my favorite type of thing. Same. So, yeah, try it out. Uh, if you'd like, we'll get the rental team up for you guys this week, and hopefully you can try it out, as well as the spread. You can just pop it in the showdown if you would like instead, if that's how you would rather roll. You can, of course, uh, if you're a patron, I, I would say we're going to give away a shiny Calric Shadow Rider, but that doesn't exist and it's impossible. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think what we might do is, because Zapdos is so good and everywhere, we'll give away a shiny Zapdos instead. Not Galarian, hmm. because that's impossible. So we'll do that. So if you're on Patreon, we're going to give away that shiny Zapdos. Make sure to keep an eye out for that. Um, I usually change them around Saturday or Sunday if I get the chance. If you don't see a post or anything, please just send me a DM on Discord or ping me in the Patreon chat on Discord and we will get that remedied. So with that uh, said, I think that's going to be it for a Pokemon of the episode this week. So definitely give it a shot. Try it out. Have a good time. And on that note, we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! Sending your email. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where you can write in an email to us here at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We'll go ahead, read it, discuss what you said. And typically we have a prompt. Last week we asked you what you thought of the Pokemon Presents. So I'm excited to see what some of you had said for that. Um, if And also, this segment of the show is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros. The energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad I didn't sing like I usually do because we would not have harmonized at all. No, I, I you know, it's, <laughs> it's worth it. We will give the Green Taurus Bash to anybody we think started the good discussion. So we're going to go ahead then and we're going to jump into these emails. Our first one is going to be from, I believe, Vicious. I believe Sublime's yes. got this one. 
I'm on it. All right. Hey, guys. Not sure who else will be on with Sublime, but hope <laughs> everyone is doing well. It was just going to be Sublime by himself, but then we decided to help. I mean, <laughs> you know, no one wanted to work with me. I'm difficult to work with, they said. <laughs> While I was working to listen to the podcast this week, I was yelling out loud, Yes, Thatch, exactly. Over and over as you talked about the Pokemon Direct. I completely agree with your take on a generation lasting four years, especially with DLC. I'm in favor of adding regional variants and evolutions, and I do not think the starters for Legends will change at all. I didn't hear anyone mention this in the last episode, but in the trailer, the trainer is following a Chimchar. I'm wondering if this is because of BDSP slash home or if it was planned to be in the game. I have to say I'm a little more pumped for both of these games after the Direct. They are coming out at a perfect time when I will have the ability to put some time into both games. I recently, I've recently joined the Discord and hope to get in on some Unite with you guys soon. Please do. Hope you all have a great week. Yeah, we love it. Um, hope you all have a great week and thanks for what you do. Suspiciously vicious. Also uh. a hot take. Totodile is the worst starter ever created. JK Thatch, Poplio takes it for me. Was never a fan, and I have never used it outside of random showdown battles. Primarina has been pretty good recently. Primarina's good. Yeah. Yeah, we love Primarina. Yeah. Yeah, Primarina. She's a mermaid. Primarina's been pretty okay recently. Like it, uh, like it was, uh, it was good for on Colossal teams for a while. But yeah, I, I appreciate that you appreciate me. Also, the Chimchar thing is because you can catch the starters in BDSP, or not BDSP, in Legends. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's that been, I think they kind of showed in the launch trailer because there are like yeah. piplups on a beach. Like, you can just catch them. Yeah. That's going to be part of the research. So take that for what you will. Like, I, I don't think it, don't look into it too much. Also, the people who are looking into starters, by the way, evolving into like Hisuian forms uh. Uh, are incredibly going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think they learned you don't, like, touch the sacred things. <laughs> Could you imagine if, like, Oshawak got a new form, but then, like, Snivy didn't? Like, people would be upset. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I will dis- let you know right now. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Decidueye doesn't need another form. Like, that doesn't need to happen. Yeah, it's, it's definitely as cool as it is. Yeah, I, I maybe you'll get, like, minor artistic changes, but that's going to be it. Mm. I can't see anything more than that. I, I don't think anything else uh, will come of it otherwise. I mean, I'm very excited. I love that they took, like, old starters and, like, they mixed generations. This is, like, exactly what I've been saying that they should be doing for the longest time is just take a place we've already been with Pokemon we already know about and just tell a new story. Yeah. You know? And that's all I want because I I I I don't know that Pokemon understands its own strengths sometimes is that it's in the cast mm. of characters they've already created. Yeah. And also... Like, I was thinking about this earlier during the topic, but talking about it made me realize that most of the super cool things in Pokemon are related to stories of the distant past, Mm -hmm. like the Burnt Tower, the original dragon. Oh, yeah. And so, like, there's so much potential there for Mm -hmm. the Legends games, and I hope they realize just how much potential they have there. My only worry... Is that for some games, and I would, I'm specifically going to look at like Gen 2, right? We, we talk about the burn tower and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, is that Gen 2 spends a lot of time trying to get you to build up headcanon about what happened. Um, mm. and my headcanon might not match your headcanon, right? Like there's no, there's, there's no confirmation one way or the other that like the legendary beasts are based off of like the reincarnated like Jolteon, Flareon, and Vaporeon. Yeah, no, there is. But that's like a huge fan theory online. And, yeah. a, and a lot of people take that for take that as like this is exactly what it is. 
I mean, the way you probably do it, if you're smart, is you don't actually see the Pokemon yeah. that go into the tower and I, lose their lives in the fire. The, the, Maybe you do see, like, a tiny cameo of an evolution earlier in the game maybe. and then you don't see it again like Gary's Raticate so you can have your head cannon. Yeah, I don't know. But I, you're it, not sure. It really feels I my my worry is that they're going to collapse the wave function on a lot of these unknowns and it mm-hmm. might That's it fine. might be like disruptive to some people's head cannons. No. Well, they can get new head cannons. Things change. I I I agree with that, but <laughs> I don't know. It's not like I'm thinking from like a longevity standpoint. I also just I don't want to hear more complaining on Twitter. Okay, like I'm don't. I mean, look, that's, that's where Pokemon thing. is right now. So yes. it don't even matter You're what they do. You're gonna hear complaining. complaints anyway, no matter, what. No matter yep. what they do. That's true. So you might as well give us something nice and let the complainers complain. Yeah, haters gonna hate. You that's know? true. That's Sometimes true. I'm a hater and I hate. You know, <laughs> that, not just Pokemon, just in general. You know. Uh, that was not directed at Pokemon. <laughs> all right. Well, next one uh, is going to be from Nova. So Whimsicott's got this one. Yep. How'd you do, Paco Crew? Again. Nova here, starting this email in on the wee early hours of this Thursday morning commute and continuing it and writing this entirely on public transit. Fun fact. This email is going to be a bunch of assorted thoughts, so here comes nothing. Hands down, my favorite part about the announcement is the fact that we're getting new Pokemon. It's probably at this point the second biggest selling point, second to the new style of gameplay, like any main series games. I never would have thought I'd be so obsessed with Basculine, and yet here I am, standing Metal AF Ghost Fish. I wasn't surprised when I saw it happen, but I'm still glad Game Freak integrated post-gen 4 mods in the best way possible updating them with regional forms and evolutions. I think there will only be new forms and evolutions for Mons in Generation 5 and maybe 6, however. They literally so showed the Hisuian Growlithe. We literally saw one from Gen 2. We literally saw Growlithe, so... <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh. These are the oldest gens that come after Gen 4. Also because of my Gen 5 fangirl wishes, but that's another topic. They they better not touch Whimsicott. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... You, we, we're, we're always going to have Kanto, you know? Yeah. We'll always have Kanto. We'll always, always have Kanto in our games. Also, we're totally getting a Hisuian Stantler. We're totally getting yeah. Hisuian Stantler. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's established. I No, there are people who argue it that that's not. And it's going to be the same thing. The thing that frustrated me the most when, like, Switch was being announced and, like, we got surfetched was not, like, general Pokemon fan. It's not, like, the Pokemon fans, like, that are heavily invested like we are uh, or many of the Mm -hmm. people that listen to the show, but, like, the people that are on, like, my local, like, Pokemon Go group, right? They're just Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, save those Farfetch'd because you can evolve that Farfetch'd that you just caught into a into a Surfetch'd. And I'm like, no, you probably can't. Oh, my God, Casual Kelly. No. (laughs) No. There's going to be a different Farfetch'd for that. Uh (laughs) Yeah, and I think the reason people get a bit mixed up about it is that they associate in their heads the Galarian Weezing evolving from Weezing. That's but different. But it's a completely That's different thing. Like, Galarian Weezing is like is a, a Weezing. Marowak. There's already a, a Weezing. Raichu. If there's exactly. All, there's, if there's already a Weezing. Weezing. But the new Pokemon only evolve from the new regional forms. Yeah, it's like, there's probably going to be regular Rufflet, and then we'll get Hisuian Bravery, Bravery. And Which... 
everyone and their brother is being meh about, and it was my favorite of all the new books. Okay, okay. So the thing that frustrated me the most about it was like, oh, hey, we got a region based on Sinnoh. We want to make a cool psychic flying type regional. Who are we going to give it to? And then somebody raised their hand. Uh, Like three people raised, or 14, 15 people raised their hand, right? And they pick one guy, and he said, he said, Braviary. And then everybody else is like, what? They were all going to answer Noctowl. And exactly, yes. <laughs> they were all gonna answer Noctowl because that's the yes. right answer. <laughs> yes. And uh he <sighs> so that's that's my only gripe with Braviary is like so you thought Braviary would be the good psychic type, huh? And <laughs> uh, my only I mean gripe. I guess well, you know, they went uh, we need a mountain bird. from its game. Kind of, sure. Mm. But that was already psychic flying. So. Exactly. Yeah. My point exactly. Meh. Well, anyway. Sigilyph. Sigilyph is in Gen 5, okay? Sigilyph is there. Yeah. I hate it. Um, I, yeah, Sigilyph is cool. However, this does raise the question. How did they exist in Hisui when we can't catch any of them in modern day Sinnoh? Did they go extinct? That would be kind of sad. Uh, I mean, yeah. Did bravery I mean, migration patterns fossil? change? What? Were basculine overfished? How much of Pokemon disappearing has to do with the fact that humans are settling into Isui? A lot, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we can port these mons into BDSP or Swish, what's the canonical explanation of this supposedly long-gone Pokemon reappearing? Fossil revival? Discovering hidden populations? Yes. Time travel? Or is this simply an alternate universe where these mons always existed, a la what? Oris proposed. These are actually excellent questions. So I, somebody came up with a good idea, and I don't know if it was an email last week or if it was just something somebody was saying, but it would be really cool. Um, in BDSP, we know if you go to the Grand Underground, you can change what Pokemon appear based on like what statues mm-hmm. you make. And they're just like, well, you can have like a Hisuian Growlithe statue, and then you can catch Hisuian oh. Growlithe in BDSP. Um, yeah, and, but and Hisuian I Growlithe mean, is literally based off that, right? <laughs> Yeah, but the question still stands from, like, a Watsonian perspective. Where is it coming from? Uh, hidden population that we didn't know about. That's my, like... Okay. Don't look too deep into it. This I is mean, a Pokemon game, yeah, okay? That's what like, I was going to say. It's like, who cares, first of all? Who cares? I got, second of all, I got Hisuian like, Growlithe and Switch. They usually give you some message when you transfer games, like, things over. It's like it's like a space-time thing. Like, yep. don't worry about um, it. A faraway place. Fine. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's right? very like, another- we fi- like I think that implies there's like a space and time travel yep. kind of situation. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Absolutely. Another unanswered question that I hope Game Freak answers: Why exactly is Hisui being settled in to begin with? I mean, because that's people what people do, places. you know. That's just what we yeah. do. That's just what uh, we do. We went to the moon. The look of the, yeah, exactly. Uh, judging by the look of the galaxy exploration corpse building and the Pokeballs, the settlers coming from all over the world come from already industrialized societies. Is it due to population growth? Have you heard of a country called America? Yep. Um, so, it's, no. I, so, okay. It's, 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 so, to be fair, that experiment's not actually, going too well. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> So, so, no, I mean, it's a very fair question because it's like, yes, it wouldn't look like they need to, but this actually matches up perfectly with the history of Japan and of many other countries that had their own civilization. And then someone else who had more technology was like, oh, mm-hmm. we're going to colonize you for your own good, quote unquote. And that never ended well, but um, whatever, uh, this is getting a bit bleak. 
natural resources? It's too early to tell. And the PCs just being kids doing research. Wait, I have something. The PCs are not kids. No. They are taller than most NPCs in the game. Well, even then, uh, Diamond and Pearl, I think all the way up to Black and White, like Pokemon, the company, was trying to have the games grow up with its fan base. And if you actually yeah, look, if you actually at look most, at the age of the protagonists throughout the throughout the years, like they increasingly get older. Yeah, but it stops in Diamond and Pearl. No, it stops in Black and White. It stops uh, in, yeah, in Black and White. Say, sorry, yeah, yeah, in Black and White. Yes. That's when it stops. But, I mean, they're yeah, like fourteen, Sharon fifteen. I think I think Don and yeah. Lucas are exactly. like fourteen. Okay, but they're fourteen, but they're still like stylized in that way that makes them look like kids like they're shorter i mean i've seen the a adult and have you seen a 14 year old recently not make them look older <laughs> okay so let, let me let me let me explain i have personally met 14 year olds who were over six feet tall i'm not saying that 14 year olds are shorter than adults i'm saying that in anime and video games very often yes teenagers are drawn as if they were smaller than adults to signify the fact that they are kids and that is what happens in diamond and pearl my with fa- the protagonists my favorite thing is that when it happens in the pokemon anime very early on because you end up with people who are mm. like something like eight feet tall if you think about it <laughs> yes <laughs> because brock exists and yeah <laughs> yes brock's like already taller but, than but- ash but then there's like people who are like got two feet on brock and it's just like what exactly <laughs> Like, even Jesse and James are significantly taller than Brock, yeah. which is stupid, but whatever. No, my point is, the characters in Legends Arceus are taller than most adult NPCs. You can see that in the trailer. Mm. They're not kids. They're probably meant to be, like, 19, 20. I could see that. Anyone? I could see that. Which is weird, because their faces are exactly the same as Donald and Lucas who were drawn to be, like, 13, 14. Yes. So it's, it's weird. Well, they literally just took the character are, design from... And and the, they, like, stretched it up Yeah, from Diamond and Pearl. Yes. Yeah, they just, they just took that. That's all they did. <laughs> yeah, so they are baby-faced adults, mm-hmm. is my take on it. But whatever. So, um, where was I? Uh, it's too early to tell, and the piece is just being kids mm, doing research. The game may never go into the whys of why Isui is being settled in. But even in that case, the story could end up inadvertently presenting a story about colonization. This is an especially tricky situation. <laughs> me too. It's a Pokemon game. <laughs> please just tell me a cool <laughs> story about Arceus and why all the Pokemon are angry, please. <laughs> Keep it trivial. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, this is an especially tricky situation because Hisui is based on Hokkaido, which has had, correct me if I'm wrong, a history of conflict between the Japanese settlers and the indigenous Ainu. Oh, yes, there's that too. Hmm, Chinese boxes. Mm, yep, okay. Yes, this fictional version of the region was never settled by humans to begin with, but it still stands out to me that Game Freak imagined Hisui to be first settled by an industrialized society with no pre-existing indigenous population. I don't agree with that. Because if you look at the way most people in the like budding town are dressed, including your protagonist... You have something that resembles the clothing of the people who lived in Japan at that time. And if you look at the professor instead, he's wearing like Western clothes yeah, at the same I, time. I noticed that too. So I would actually argue that it's like the local population in collaboration with 
these external travelers trying to research and settle the region. But most of the people you see are from Hisui. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't even worry I think it's about... Most, these are like questions that I'm not worried about. You know what I mean? Like, I think they are like nice questions to they're gonna ask be, They're like the headcanon questions, though, that they're never going to exactly. answer for us. But they're not the stuff that's going to be handled in the yeah. game. I want to find out how Arceus is making the Pokemon angry. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's what we're going to get. But, you know, we're just, you know, getting ahead of ourselves. Nova is saying in her email all the things that we are saying. This is going to be like a show topic in like three, six months, right? Like, yeah. uh, (laughs) uh, Nova says, of course, I don't expect Game Freak to dive too deep into politics or stray from the generic settlement narrative. And it is neat that there are at least small nods to Ainu culture in the PC's outfits or the starter choices. I mostly bring up these questions precisely because, really, I am looking forward to Legends Arceus, and I wanted to answer them and do world-building justice. I think you're going to be disappointed there. In the end, the game looks awesome. Looks like it's going to be a really deep dive into the history, world building, and lore of an already lore-filled region. And I am a Pokemon fan that really digs lore. Excuse the rambles and hope you guys enjoy your day. Keep on being nerdy. Signing off, Nova. This was a really great email. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think it was a really good essay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next email, uh, and last one for today, is going to be from Murray. Uh, Murray came back. He says, greeting Thatch and whoever he has. Hey, look, Murray's writing another email after claiming for months that I'll do one next week. Um, <laughs> this last direct was a doozy in a good way. And I have a few definitely not biased things to say about it. First, <laughs> I, like many others, am much more reassured about the Diamond and Pearl remakes after this direct. The original Diamond and Pearl were released at a very formative time in my life, as Thatch may be able to corro- corroborate. So I'm significantly more invested in Ilka getting it right, so to speak. I'm a fan of them being faithful to the originals, as I believe the Gen 4 games are already pretty fantastic, but I do hope they include some of the modern conveniences in the more recent games, like how HMs work. I'm also curious how, if at all, they will attempt to incorporate newer Pokemon in the post-game areas, um, like in the Battle Zone and Stark Mountain. What, what will become of Pal Park? That's my number one question at this point, by the way. Uh, <laughs> what will happen to Pal mm. Park? Uh, and if any new little treats will be added to the post-Elite 4 story that we don't know about until the release or close to it. Is it too cliche to say where Battlefront Tier? Uh, I think so, <laughs> honestly, because it's not going to happen. Yeah. I and I think anybody expecting it, I think anybody expecting it was, uh, was not good to say. Uh, from what I, we have now seen in the remakes, things look pretty similar to the original so far, barring a few things like underground caves, but that isn't a bad thing. It'll be a nice nostalgic trip in a new light with a few new secrets to uncover. I think they actually showed like the world map for Unova in the BDSP art. And I think it actually shows like Battle Tower and not Battle Frontier. I wish it was Unova, but yes. <laughs> uh, oh, not Unova. I meant Sino. I my apologies. Uh, it was like Gen 5 remix confirmed. Yeah, Gen- that's just uh, making mistakes <laughs> yeah, already. I, I don't want to talk about Gen 5 remakes, guys. <laughs> They're not going to happen for a while. Um, as for Legends Arceus, this trailer really sent my interest level through the roof, but maybe not for all the same reasons as a lot of other people. I'm definitely a sucker for lore, and I'm excited to learn more about the history of one of my favorite regions. Most importantly for me, however, is that this game looks like it's putting something into the forefront that I've been wanting from a Pokemon game for a long time. The ability to play like a field researcher. I'm a biologist myself, and the idea of observing Pokemon in the wild state and seeing how they interact with other wild Pokemon and the environments is very appealing to me. I'm looking forward to 100%ing the decks in this game and seeing the natural wonder Hisui has to offer. 
It'll also be interesting to be part of the Galaxy research team and be able to understand where they made the pivot from what appears to be selfless and respected to becoming Team Galactic of the modern of modern Sinnoh notoriety. I think this game has a lot of potential, and I really hope it's fully realized. Thanks for re reading. I hope you're all well and enjoy the speculation about these games as much as I have and will. Murray. Well, thank you for that, Murray. <laughs> I, I mm -hmm. agree with that. I still want to know what's going on with Pal Park. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to know how they're going to handle the uh, Pokemon that you can get in the in the wild in Diamond and Pearl, but their encounter only shows up if you have the GBA game in the slot. Mm. I don't know how that ha handles. Uh, that was they a cool put feature. Them in by the, the way. underground, uh, probably. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, uh, well, so there's a lot of Pokemon they confirmed for the underground that like aren't available any other way but like Pokey Radar in Diamond and Pearl, mm. which oh, so makes me very how. happy. Okay. Which makes me very happy. Like Sentret. Centrit's there. They, they, yeah. Good. What? Why Centrit there? Um, they also showed like a small clip with Lantern in it, which mm -mm. Uh, which also wasn't in that decks. But I think uh, I think Centrit in uh, Diamond and Pearl though was literally like Pokey Radar or Swarm. It wasn't uh, anything crazy. But yeah, the the good news is that's there. Same with Grimer. I think Grimer was shown, which means it's a Lolan Muck coming back. Please tell me yes. Uh, a Lolan Muck would be like semi game changer. Kind of. I don't know. It's a good Pokemon. I miss Alolan yeah, Muck. Alolan Muck was actually good. So I, I hope it comes back. Please come back, Alolan Muck. We miss you. Uh, yeah, the only way to get Sentret uh, is through Pokey Radar and Diamond and Pearl. So take that for what you will. Uh, on that note, I think that's it for the emails. Who do you guys want to give it to? I think the answer is obviously Nova, but... Um, yes. I <laughs> uh, yes. just want to make sure. Um, so... With this week, then, uh, well, I want to leave you guys all with the question is, what would you like to see? What region or story would you like to see from another Legends game? Please email us at pucklepodcast.com. I'm very excited to see what your answers are. On that note, though, uh, I think that's everything. Um, we do have to go through and uh, tell you, hey, if you want to hang out with us, check us out at Puckle at, on the Discord at PuckleDiscord.com. You can, of course, also come and hang out with us on social media over on Twitter. Uh, I think our Facebook page got deactivated. <laughs> uh, which is okay. I'll just make a new one. And yeah. we don't. Or just don't use Facebook. Just don't. Uh, um, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. You can, of course, go ahead and follow us. Uh, you can follow me personally at Trainer Thatch on Twitter, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I tell fun stories sometimes. Um, maybe I should start being a science, uh, science literature person on, uh, on Twitter. Probably not, but, uh, I'll probably tell you more stories about Pokemon. And then, of course, you can uh, you can always find us over at YouTube at youtube.com slash PucklePodcast. You can also come to Twitch at twitch.tv slash ThePucklePodcast, where I stream twice. I'll probably stream twice this week as well, um, on Tuesday and on Thursday. It'll be a good time. And I hope to, that you guys will show up. On Tuesday, we'll probably play some Unite, and, uh, and on Wednesday or Thursday, we'll probably play some Pokemon Blue, so I can keep grinding through my game and hopefully get there one day. Uh, let's see. Anything else I usually say? Oh, if you want to support the show... Drop a Twitch Prime sub, or of course you can go over to Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. Get cool things like our Puckle Anime Club show, or you can also go ahead and uh, get Pokemon giveaways or access to P Puckle Breeder Bot on the Discord server. Um, I think I said, and it still holds true, if we hit $800 a month on Patreon, we will be doing uh, monthly giveaways that last like a week. Uh, so it's going to be like seven Pokemon that will give away to the community um, that the patrons will get to pick which Pokemon are being given away as well. So definitely uh, check that out if you would like. So on that note, uh, I have been Trainer Thatch. I have been the Fluffy Swimsicut. And I continue to be sublime. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
themselves. 